Welcome to episode 14 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why communication on the phone is more difficult than face-to-face, some expressions to clarify meaning on the phone, what to say when you're having technical problems, how to deal with your own stress about communicating on the phone, and why practice makes perfect. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about telephone calls and why they are a little bit more difficult than just having a normal conversation with somebody face to face. And this is something that definitely was difficult for me at the beginning when I was learning Spanish and I noticed a distinct difference when I when I couldn't see the gestures or facial expressions or body language of the person that I was speaking to. And maybe you guys out there have already had this uh, problem. So we thought that it would be kind of really interesting to explore. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, everything going well. Thank you. Great, great, great. So yeah, difficult situations sometimes, right? On the phone in that way, because you can't you can't see the person and it can just make com- communication a little bit more difficult, right? Yeah, I think quite a lot. Quite a lot of people mention you know, that they find it much more difficult to speak on the phone, which is normal. So when you can't see the person's face, their expressions, their gestures, it's much more difficult to understand, no? Yeah. And also sometimes maybe the quality of the sound is not as good on the telephone as it is, you know, obviously face to face with somebody in a, in a meeting. Yeah. So there's yeah. two reasons really, I suppose, why it can be more difficult on the phone. That's right. That's right. It's, it can often involve sort of technological issues and, and mm. you can get different sort of problems that come, come along and you kind of mm. then don't necessarily know what to say to explain those particular problems, right? Indeed. And this is exactly what we wanted this episode to be about, to kind of give those, the listeners sort of some, yeah, tools to kind of explain when mm. something goes wrong, potentially, you know? So, so yeah. And what we did in terms of preparing for this episode, we kind of put them into two categories, right? And the first category is kind of just expressions to clarify meaning, which kind of has a very strong link to a previous episode, which we kind of were talking about meetings, and we'll cover those, those expressions in a minute. But they, there's a strong link there between clarifying on the phone or clarifying in a meeting, right? So that's, that's one yeah. particular area where we kind of want to give a little bit of help. And then the second one is very much related to technological issues or technology issues, but also mm-hmm. expressions related to the phone specifically yeah. because there are a few that are no not very commonly used if they if you're not on the phone right so yeah i mean specific telephone vocabulary to do mm. with talking or trying to connect on the phone that's with right people. Yes. that's right exactly exactly so let's get into that first category because i think it's just kind of repeating a little bit about what we did a few episodes back which is essentially clarifying clarifying meaning right and there are different expressions that you can use there which are things like i didn't quite catch that it's kind of a very 
you know, uh, common one and one that we also mentioned. And the verb itself to catch, right, is kind of interesting. And maybe we didn't go into a lot of detail about that last time, but it maybe is worth talking about a little bit, right? Because catch can be used in a whole range of different situations. Yeah, it's different meanings. So you can uh, catch a cold. Mm -hmm. Well, as listeners may be able to hear, I've got a little bit of a cold. Mm. So my voice it's not, <coughs> excuse me. So you can catch a cold, catch a virus, which is a cold, a flu, catch COVID, or you can catch a train, catch a bus, catch That's a taxi. Right. So right. transport. What else can you catch? Uh, you can catch a ball, obviously. Uh, yes. You can catch a ball, which is something kind of, yeah. to you. You catch yeah. it in your hands. You catch it. Yeah. There's also a phrasal verb, which maybe some listeners know, which is to catch on. Uh, uh, to yes, something, catch you on. Know. And you catch know. up. I'll catch up. At least yes. two. There's probably more, but those two yeah. are very common. So catch on. What does that mean? How would you? explain to catch on if something catches on or doesn't catch on yeah to catch on is like to basically sort of understand something right well actually now you're mentioning that i think there's two there's two meanings one is what you're saying that you can if you don't catch on i mean maybe someone's telling a joke yeah or a story or being sarcastic or ironic and you don't catch That's the irony right. or the sarcasm or the joke you don't understand so you did you, you're not you don't catch on. No, you're not getting the meaning. They're not getting the meaning. That's right. Of something. No, but a, another meaning of catch on is that it's like fashion. It were some new group, some new kind of music or clothes. You say, ah, it will never catch on. So it will never become popular. So if <laughs> yes. something becomes fashionable, popular, it catches on. Yes. And if it doesn't catch on, then no, it, somebody comes up with a new, I don't know, a new kind of music or a new kind of clothing. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, it never becomes popular. People don't wear that clothing or listen to that group. So they don't catch on. I think, you know, there's a famous people said about the Beatles when they first appeared, somebody refused to give them a record deal and said, well, they'll never catch on. Yes. And obviously one of the big mistakes of history, <laughs> they yes. went to a, another recording company and became what they became. No? That's right. That's um, a kind of a really good example of mm, why mm. phrasal verbs are quite difficult, right? Because I was trying to explain that just there. And I thought of catch on as in to understand, you know, something. And then yeah, the and I thought time, of the other meaning. So you thought when of you the start other meaning, explaining, right? I wasn't yeah. expecting that meaning. <laughs> so right. it's interesting. Even we, and we prepared this, hadn't even, we both spontaneously, if you like, interpreted catch on in two different ways. That's right. Because it has two meanings. That's right. So I was thinking when you started, it was like, oh, yes, of course. That, that's another meaning. It's not the yes. one I thought of. Exactly. So that, you know, that's a, that's a very mm. classic situation mm. with phrasal verbs and one, uh, one of the reasons that it makes them so difficult. Right. Yeah. But, but certainly there you go. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. With and we mentioned catch up, so we should. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're behind, for example, in the class, uh, you missed a few classes because you've been ill or on holiday, perhaps the teacher needs to give you some extra homework for you to catch up. Mm. So I think it's ponerte al día, I think in Spanish. Yes, yes. So yes. you need to get to the same level as the rest of the students in the class. So yes. you need to catch up. Could be yes. physically also. Could be, uh, yes, I'm about in a to race. say. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's running a marathon or whatever. Yeah. And if you're behind the leader, you need to run a bit faster in order to catch up with the person leading the race and maybe pass them. So either to the same level or even surpass them and win the race no yeah so if you're behind physically you can catch up and if you're behind intellectually in the sense in a class at school you need to do extra work or extra homework extra studying in order to catch up with the rest of the group no with the rest of the students so exactly. two cents well sort of the same meaning but two different uses no 
Yes, yes, that's right. There you go. Another extra complication with phrasal verbs. Sometimes they can be yeah. also used in different contexts. But exactly. I think, yeah, that's kind of really interesting. Certainly, so that verb is is an important word in t- or a sort of important verb to use in those those sort of contexts where you don't understand. And so the the more familiar you get with that particular verb, and the more you use yeah. it, the hopefully you'll become more and more natural. But going back to the actual category yes. that we're in, which is all mm. to do with obviously clarifying meaning on the phone that that is one of those phrases that you can use i didn't yeah. quite catch that it means that you didn't quite get the meaning yeah. i didn't quite understand even potentially or exactly. didn't hear whatever so yeah because kind of- i think in that previous episode with the meetings we came up with was it seven alternatives to yes. can you repeat that yes and i think that most of them or probably all of them you can also use on the telephone yeah, exactly. so they're not necessary. There are other things we're going to come to that are specific to the telephone, but in those cases, I didn't quite catch that. Could you say that again? I, I missed that. All those expressions, or at least most of them that we mentioned before in the previous episode, you can also use on the telephone for the same reasons where you don't quite hear or don't understand, and you need to check the yeah. meaning. Yeah. So the value that they can be used in both situations, face to face and telephone. Yeah. And uh, there are a few more that I've written down here, which was mm. the one of them was sorry, I missed that, which is kind of probably one that we did mention as well. But then there's one that's a little bit more, maybe a little bit more useful for the phone, which is sorry, I didn't hear that. Right. And probably we didn't mention that with the meetings uh, episode, but certainly in terms of if you're communicating on the phone, sorry, I didn't hear that is kind mm. of perfect as well, because it's kind of just yeah, same sort of idea as catch. I didn't catch that, but just mm. you know, you're you're not in the specific phone, so, to yeah. that. Literally, you couldn't hear because the volume on the phone or the sound is not good. Exactly, exactly. And the other strategy, of course, that we did mention with uh, meetings was the whole idea of reformulation. And that strategy is absolutely perfect on the phone as well. Absolutely doesn't. Mm. It's not something that can only be used in meetings. It's something that is very useful in terms of reiterating exactly with the information that you've received and so that the other person can absolutely understand what you have understood. And mm-hmm. so that whole process, if you can do it, because, of course, you have to have a certain level of confidence to be able to go down that process of mm-hmm. reformulating exactly what the person has said yeah, in, your um, own words, no? in your own words which does require a certain level of vocabulary which is kind of what we work on a lot with our coaching clients is is the whole mm-hmm. idea of you know giving them that extra level of vocabulary to be able to go down that route of reformulation which is so mm-hmm. powerful right but yeah, but exactly. it's a good strategy on the phone as well exactly yes so yeah. you know those that that episode is also relevant to to the phone but then there are some things specific to the phone that we we want to move on to no that's right exactly mm. which which are specific specific terminology let's say mm. and uh, so let's go through those because those are kind of very very important when you're on the phone and if you have those as a backup it's kind of really really useful mm. so the first one we we put wrote down was all to do with cobertura and how you would mm. say that in, in English, right? And what, yeah, what would you what would you kind of say for Well, cobertura? people always try to translate it directly and say cover. Mm-hmm. So there is no cover. But in English, we wouldn't say that. Mm. So we would probably say there are two words. You can say signal. Mm-hmm. So obviously your phone receives a signal. So you say, oh, there's, there's no signal or the signal is poor. Or you could say reception. Yeah. So, so the, I've got yeah, where I'm speaking, at, there, there's poor reception. A certain yeah. part of the building or wherever you are, you know, could be underground in a car park yeah. where there's very, the reception is poor or bad. 
Yeah. So you talk about sig- signal, you haven't got a good signal or the reception is poor or not good, or there's no reception, no signal in, yeah. I know it could be the top of a mountain or something. Mm-hmm. You say, well, I can't, for, for, I can't call you from that particular location because there's no signal yeah. or no reception. No? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Exactly right. Yeah. Signal or reception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite different to the Spanish there. So it's kind of like yeah, important to have one of those words at least as, as mm-hmm. in your Either mind. Either of those words. Yeah. Yeah, either of them. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Then other ones that we spoke about were, uh, well, one in particular, which is cut off to be cut off, right? This often, this actually does happen quite often. And it, yes. you don't really know who it was that potentially, uh, yeah, you don't really know, right? But then when you call them again, or the other person calls you, uh, you kind of want to say, Oh, I don't know what happened there. I was just cut oh. off. You know? Yeah, we, um, we got we got cut off. Or... We got cut off. Yeah. 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 Or I got cut off. Yeah. Often you don't know the who was responsible, whose mobile didn't, isn't working well, or who hasn't yeah. got the reception. Yeah. Very yeah. well. So you say, yeah. Oh, sorry, we 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 got cut off. That's right. So Absolutely. often you have to phone somebody back. Sometimes you warn people. You know, for example, you might be entering the lift or the elevator, or an underground car park, and you know that there is poor reception or or no, no signal. So you mm. say, well, I'm I'm just gonna go. I'm going into the lift, so I may lose you. No, we we might get cut off. If we get cut off, I'll call you back. Yeah. So you can anticipate sometimes yes. that you know or you think that you will or you might get cut off because you know you're entering a part of a building or a place where the reception is poor. No, like like yes. the lift. Yes. Or yes. underground car park. No. So yes. Very poor reception. So you, That's you right. can say we, you know, I'm entering the car park. We might get cut off. If we get cut off, don't worry, I'll call you back. No? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like, I think that's a really great strategy, the way that you've uh, phrased that, mm. because uh, in so many ways, you know, when, if, if you told me that, then I would be expecting it and I kind of wouldn't be so, you know, okay, yeah, I kind of know what, what's happened. Right. Mm. And I'll just call you again. And so, but of course, if you don't know that expression, you might know it in Spanish, but suddenly mm. you don't know how to say it in English It's kind of a bit difficult to say without, and, and so you can't really pre-warn people. So it's kind of useful to say it, that. Yeah. It's it? very useful. And also when it's actually happening. So when the person, for example, enters the lift, Mm. probably at the beginning, you can hear them, but the sound is very bad. Mm. And then it begins to, so you're losing the reception or the Mm -hmm. signal. And therefore the conversation is cutting out. So to get cut off is completely, so you lose the connection, but maybe just before that happens, you're still talking to the person, but you can't hear it's that it's cutting out. So you hear the beginning of the sentence and then nothing. And then you hear them again. So it's intermittent signal. And you yeah. say, sorry, sorry. Um, you're cutting out. I, I can't hear you. Phone call me back. Oh, mm. I'm go- I'm going to hang up. There's another vocabulary for telephone. No call. Because <laughs> yes. maybe yes. the signal is so bad and it's cutting out so much. You can't understand. It's, it's impossible to continue with the conversation. So you may actually say, Look, it's cutting out. I can't hear you. Um, I'm going to hang up. I'll call you back in five minutes or call me back when you get out of the lift. No? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that mm. that, that mm. takes us on mm. to that particular expression, right? To hang mm. up, which again is something that is maybe doesn't come naturally in terms mm. of what you might say in terms of putting the phone down or stopping a call, right? Yeah, you would expect um, to put the phone down. Yeah. And people say, but why is it hang up? That's it's right. Not up. It should be hang down. Yes, that's right. But it isn't. 
So why there is an explanation for this, actually, which I explain. I say, well, there is a reason why we say hang up, mm. although it doesn't seem to make much sense now. So what, what would that be, Daniel? The Why we say hang up in English and not hang down? Well, all to do with technology, isn't it? Essentially, mm. partly because uh, many Evolution. years ago, yeah, the, the the technology is quite different to to what it was, what it is now, right? Mm. And at that point in time, you actually had to hang the phone up. So it was something that you would physically do. You would hang, you would hang it yeah, on the, in the original of, telephones, yes, the, the first yeah. telephone. And even even those sort of phones in the 1970s, there used to be some that were on the wall yeah, as well. Would now, of course, one, yeah, yeah. So that was. Kind Kind of you often see them in in kind of american films as well they're kind mm. of like the the phone on the wall and then you're kind of in a way you're hanging it up like you yeah, would the movement is yes up, not down yeah. like you might hang so something on the wall right you yeah, you you, ha you, yeah. you hang something up on the wall right yeah or you um, hang up your clothes true yeah absolutely yeah. as well so it's so, that's that sense now obviously today is neither hang up nor hang down or hang anything because mm. really uh, with the mobile phones now or the cell phones you i don't know what you do you swipe <laughs> yeah. you swipe with your finger or press a red button on a screen no so yeah so it, it's interesting that you have these expressions that we use that were invented or to describe something when it was first when it first appeared like the telephone yeah and obviously the telephone has evolved into something completely different Absolutely. but we continue using the same language that's right so the, the technology has evolved and changed but the linguistically we still continue using the original verb or expression yeah. from a hundred years ago or, or when, whenever the telephone was first invented. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. You, yeah, absolutely. And so then you have the high idea of hang up, but then you also have pick up. So you're actually using the same preposition there. So like mm. you hang up. So you obviously, uh, I'm going to hang up, which means basically that you're going to stop the call, but you mm. could also say, Oh, you need to pick up, you know, can you pick that up for me? Like to pick mm. up a call is basically to start the call, right? So uh, we use yeah, the so same preposition. Pick up the there. phone is answer the phone. No, right? Answer the phone. That's right. And then to, and then the opposite. No, so you say, no, Quelius, don't, don't hang up. Don't hang up. Yeah. But we use the same preposition there. You know? Yeah. Interestingly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So these things don't change, even though now it's obviously that's not what you do with a mobile phone, but we continue saying, hang up, pick up. You can say that you're calling somebody and saying, they're not picking up. Why aren't they picking up? So why That's aren't true, they answering yeah. this call? Yeah. But of yeah. course, with a mobile phone, you're not picking up anything these days. There's yeah. no physical receiver that you pick up. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. still continue using the same expression, the That's same right. language. That's right. And there were a few other expressions that we kind of thought of as well, like to, to put somebody on hold, for example. Mm -hmm. That is another something yeah. that potentially could be useful if you are uh, working in an office, for example, mm -hmm. you need you and you get lots of calls and you have to put somebody on hold yeah. until until you can speak to them. That's definitely an important expression too, right? Yeah, when you call companies and you have a receptionist and you have to pass through somebody, I'll put you on hold. Don't hang up. Sometimes they say, I'm putting you on hold. Don't hang up. Uh, don't hang up. That's right. Uh, yeah. Or do you mind, would you mind holding? That's right. Yeah. As okay. well. So waiting to hold on is to wait. Yeah. And it's better. Yeah. Yeah. And they might put you on hold because they want you to, to put you through to someone else. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So you want to speak to a particular person or department and yeah. this is an intermediary or some kind of receptionist who will say, okay, I'll, I'll put you through to yeah. somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's a good one too. And then the, the last one that we kind of thought of was the whole idea of engaged where mm. the line is engaged, which is kind of an interesting one as well. And 
you know, important to know in terms of like, oh, yeah. why, uh, why couldn't you get through to them? No, the line was engaged, you know? Yeah, so it's like beep, 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 or I yeah. don't know what sound it makes these days, but it used yeah. to go. So when someone else is, in Spanish, they think, say, comunicando. So, yeah. some, so the person you're calling is speaking on their phone to another person. So the line is occupied. And in English, we say engaged. They say, oh, um, they're engaged. I tried to call you. I called you three times, but you were engaged. Mm. So you were communicating with someone else but we don't say that in english that you were communicating to no. say you were engaged or the line was engaged yeah yeah yes because exactly engage right. me to engage to connect so you were connected with somebody else no speaking yes, yes. and funnily yes. enough you can also say to be engaged to be married engaged to be married that's right yeah. so when exactly. you ask somebody to marry you and they say yes you are you are now engaged to be married. So I suppose the concept of two people connected with the intention of forming a relationship to be married, a contract, a legal contract, effectively. Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. So you are connecting yourselves together. So you can use it for that, to be engaged to be married. And the phone, when somebody's communicating, when they're speaking on the phone with somebody else, you say, ah, oh, they were. In- I tried to get through, but they were engaged. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't exactly. mean to be married in that no. case. <laughs> that's right or maybe both at the same time <laughs> that's right that's right good so that yeah there you go those are some few different types mm. of expressions related to the phone uh, definitely mm. useful to have them mm. uh, in your kind of at the back of your mind whenever you get on the phone because they can help you they can save the whole situation they can help you mm. communicate more clearly they can uh, make it you can make it clear that the signal is bad or that you're going to call mm. them back or that you've been cut off all of those are important mm-hmm. to, to remember if you can certainly and they 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 and they would have been useful actually for me certainly in the to be able to use those types of expressions in spanish when i first came to spain because i can remember obviously my spanish was pretty at a low low level when i first came to spain i couldn't say much but i can remember that i needed to get onto the phone a few times especially when i needed to you know deal with something or to especially when you're in a situation where you have to speak to uh, customer services or something like that and i mm. think in those particular situations are are very, very difficult. And I found it extremely difficult in those particular moments to really get to, firstly, to understand exactly, yeah, to get to grips with, yeah, to get to grips with all that, all the different types of, yeah, the, the, what the, the knowledge or the message that the person was trying to get over to me. Right. And it wasn't, it was very stressful speaking on the phone. Yes. And in general, but particularly when you just come to a new country with a new language. Yeah. And it's generally, as you say, not usually not talking to individuals or friends or because it's more relaxed and informal. Mm-hmm. But it's when you've got to call companies, no? Well, that could be the telephone company about your telephone contract yeah. on the phone, mm-hmm. Telefonica, for example. And yeah, you're dealing with people and they're putting you on hold and you've got to wait on hold a long time, sometimes listening mm-hmm. to awful music yeah. and trying to explain. It's difficult to explain what it is you want and who you want to speak to. Yes. And then when they're saying to you things you're not understanding or not hearing properly, or you don't know that telephone vocabulary about to be put in better or to be put through to somebody in in the other yeah, language. That's yeah. right. That's right. Absolutely. And often, very stressful. Oft, yeah, yeah, often in those sort of situations also, mm. either you have to explain a problem, which can be quite difficult. Obviously, you might mm. have a problem with your contract and to explain that particular uh, issue is difficult or they might be offering you a, some a specific type of offer or deal, right? Oh, yeah, they ring uh, you. And, and, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, it's very 
difficult to understand exactly what yeah. what the details of the contract and they explain everything use a lot of vocabulary that you don't use or mm. don't know and uh, that can be very difficult to not sure you're well. not sure what you're agreeing to that's right exactly. you haven't caught all the details which can yeah. be quite dangerous you can say yeah, yeah okay i agree and then you discover later you've agreed to something you didn't really want or because mm. you misunderstood you uh, absolutely you got the wrong absolutely. end of the stick yeah again to go back to one of our previous yes. episodes that's right it's very easy to misunderstand over the telephone for many reasons absolutely and obviously you haven't got as we said before the gestures the body language the facial so it's much easier to understand somebody when you can see them than on the telephone and obviously the sound quality is not great yeah and just as you say sometimes complicated things that you you just don't understand at the beginning when you're learning the language yeah Exactly. And I think that the level of anxiety, let's say, has an yeah, and important... And anxious, yes. So it makes I, it worse. Yeah. Your point about that is a very interesting mm. point and an important point, because as soon as you feel that level of anxiety, your performance in your actual, mm. you yeah. know, the, the language that you're trying to communicate in is suddenly much, yeah. much less than it would mm. normally be. So it's kind of, in a way, it is although it's not a comfortable situation, it is something that you have to try again and again, because then eventually you'll kind of get a little mm. bit more relaxed and be able to deal with those, those difficult moments a little bit better. Right. As well. Yeah. Like everything practice makes like, perfect. Yes, and you do it more often. And absolutely. if you've got the tools, so you have these expressions we've been mentioning. Yes. And if you can, start using them and understanding when people say them to you, you know? yes yes then obviously that helps a lot you know? makes everything more smoother and easier yeah, yeah. and if but you're less stressed you you probably be able to do it better you know? yeah absolutely it's a kind of a virtuous circle right not a vicious yeah. circle but a yeah, virtuous one right and uh, so important that you kind of if you if you kind of feel a little bit worried then kind of use those tools and uh, try to try to get them into your vocabulary as much as you can and then bit by bit that level of anxiety will go down and that is that's where mm. you want to get to that's exactly. absolutely right yeah Thanks a lot, Alistair, for all of that. And let's just do have a quick summary at the end yeah. to kind of mm -hmm. think about what we covered. Obviously, all about telephone calls today, the difficulty of calls in general, not being able to see, to see gestures, facial expressions, body language. And then we kind of separated the uh, different expressions into two groups. Firstly, expressions to clarify meaning, which are always very, very useful, whether you're in a meeting or on a call. They, they're really important to have there in, in terms of tools mm -hmm. to, to help you communicate communicate well and then on the other on the other hand it was more related to phone terminology specifically sometimes if you have a, a technical problem where for example the signal might be bad or you're cut off but then other types of expressions as well to do with the phone like to be uh, put on hold or to be put, put through, you through to someone yes or to hang up or to pick yeah, up all of those types of different engaged engaged absolutely yeah. absolutely so yes those hopefully helped in terms terms of your performance on the phone because that is so many important conversations can be you know on the phone and it's like really good to to get your performance as high as possible and then really just to to focus a little bit at the end is that as with everything, and as Alistair mentioned uh, a, a few minutes ago, practice does make perfect. And you, what you want to do is you, if you can incorporate those types of expressions into your language, then you probably will feel less anxious. And that is probably your main focus is mm -hmm. to feel a little bit more comfortable, because if you feel more comfortable, then the person you're speaking to uh, will certainly feel that as well. They will feel your confidence and you have to try to project that confidence too, right? 
And uh, I think it's really, really important. As you said before, as opposed to a vicious circle, uh, a yeah. virtuous circle. It's absolutely. a nice expression. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for this week. Thanks a lot, Alistair. Really amazing to be here with you as usual. Thanks, my pleasure. It was great fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I will see you again next week. Okay. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.